The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Sunday is here. Let's make it a good one, okay? Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, February 4th, 2024, the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 2. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today's Gospel tells us that in the midst of busyness, even Jesus saw a need to find a quiet place to pray. By keeping close to the Lord in meditation and observing His words, actions, and affections, practicing the presence of God, we learn by His grace to speak, act, and will like Him. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary spiritual and physical care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore your profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, we see Jesus doing all sorts of miracles, curing Simon's mother-in-law from fever, casting out devils and curing all diseases. But Jesus, we see that this is just a sign that the Holy Spirit is upon you. Centuries before, the prophet Isaiah had announced that curing the sick would be a sign of the action of the Holy Spirit on the Messiah, the Saviour to come. We read in Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Jesus You perform all these liberating actions because you are the Messiah, the one full of the Holy Spirit. And liberation is a sign of the action of the Holy Spirit. As St. Paul tells us, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Of course, as God, Jesus is full of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is the bond of love between the Father and the Son. But we also believe, Jesus, that you are full of the Spirit as man. When you were baptized, you received a sort of extra gift of the Spirit upon your humanity, a sort of confirmation, we could say, to help you start this new phase in your mission, your public life. Speaking to Nicodemus, a Jewish leader who came to Jesus by night, our Lord compared the action of the Spirit to wind. The Spirit is that wind which can't be constrained. Now this was a particularly suitable comparison, because in the Old Testament there's one Hebrew word for wind, spirit and breath, ruah. It even sounds sort of windy or breathy, doesn't it? 
Ruah. It means all those things. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit or wind or the breath of God. It's very beautiful, for example, that some church fathers describe the Holy Spirit as the loving kiss between the Father and the Son, their mutual in-breathing. It's just a metaphor, and like all metaphors, only captures part of the reality. But it's a lovely one all the same. Jesus, you come to free us, but we don't always feel it. Sometimes, rather, we can feel very constrained, lacking freedom, like Job in today's first reading. Is not man's life on earth nothing more than press service? His time no better than hired drudgery? Like the slave sighing for the shade, or the workman with no thought but his wages, months of delusion I have assigned to me, nothing for my own but nights of grief. Lying in bed I wonder, when will it be day? Risen, I think, how slowly evening comes. Now that might be objective or subjective. We do like to feel sorry for ourselves, don't we? We might be right or wrong to feel constrained, to feel life is very limiting. But let's remember that freedom is primarily interior. I think of that now classic song by the rock band Queen. They sang, I want to break free. But they wanted to be free of all exterior constraints. Yet what really takes away freedom are the interior ones, the addictions, the weaknesses of character. Somebody could be locked up in a prison and be totally interiorly free. Like the great Vietnamese Cardinal Van Thuan, whose life the church is now studying with a view to making him a saint. He was for months in solitary confinement, imprisoned by the communist authorities, and after initial crisis he learned to love God there even more. And they kept on having to change the guards because he was always converting them. Another wonderful example of inner freedom is the Dutch Jewish girl Etty Hilsom, who died in Auschwitz, aged 29. From her diaries we learn how after a turbulent youth, she rediscovered God in a real spiritual awakening, and this enabled her to find meaning in what she called the madhouse of Auschwitz. She refused to give in to what she called the kind of hatred so many people nowadays force upon themselves against their better nature. And of course one can understand the poor Jewish victims there in Auschwitz and in the concentration camps hating their captors. But of course we mustn't hate. It's understandable, but wrong. And she wrote this, I now listen all day long to what is within me, and I'm able to draw strength from the most deeply hidden sources in myself. I keep following my own inner voice, even in the madhouse. Let me perform a thousand daily tasks with love, but let everyone spring from a greater central core of devotion and love. I know what may lie in wait for us. I have already died a thousand deaths in a thousand concentration camps. I know about everything, and I am no longer appalled by the latest reports. In one way or another, I know it all. And yet I find life beautiful and meaningful, from minute to minute. So she knew all about the deaths taking place, but she managed to find meaning in God. She describes her life in the camp as one great, unpredictable, continuous inner adventure. Isn't that amazing? In Auschwitz, in a concentration camp. I shall evade none of the tempests life has in store for me, she writes. I vow to live my life out there to the full. Well, Jesus, you promised us life to the full. And that's what you offer us. And let's remember too that Jesus came to his disciples after his death when they were closed in out of fear. 
in that upper room. And what did he do? He breathed on them wind and gave them the Holy Spirit. Later, in the power of the Holy Spirit, they would go to preach to the crowds. So my friend, if you're feeling a bit fed up, a bit locked in, maybe you need to pray more to the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you've read that lovely book, Jack Philippe's Interior Freedom. It's worth reading. And at one point he describes the convent of St. Therese. And he makes the point that from reading her works, you could think it was a very spacious convent. But when he went there to see it, he was surprised how cramped it was. And yet, she was full of interior freedom, full of interior space, so she gave a sense of spaciousness around her. We need the Holy Spirit to give us the grace to find freedom in our lives, even when we seem a bit limited or constrained. We might find ourselves denied exterior activity, possibly through unemployment, through not getting the opportunities we want, through sickness, through whatever. Well, maybe now is the time for more interior activity, allowing the Holy Spirit to be that interior sculptor. Divine Spirit, what in me has to change? What has to be chopped off or improved? A vice to remove, a virtue to grow in? What defect, what bad habit, what addiction is taking away my interior freedom? Again, it might be laziness or addiction to my phone or the internet or to food or drink, to spending or something else. Lent, which starts on the 14th of February, could be a time of grace to struggle more against these addictions in order to find greater freedom in God. And of course, the sacrament of confession is always a great step towards freedom. It is the sacrament of freedom as it frees us from sin. With the Holy Spirit inside us, we can turn the worst possible situations into something good. In a few days' time, we celebrate the feast of the Japanese martyrs. And I was reading about some of them, and he explained how they were being crucified, and in great agony. But one was singing psalms, another was calling out the Lord's name, another was praying the Our Father and Hail Mary, another was encouraging the others around him. One seemed incredibly peaceful, another was forgiving his killers, and preaching a sort of sermon to those watching him, urging them to become Christians. In intense agony, they all found meaning on the cross. It led them to heaven. If we are full of the Holy Spirit, we will be full of freedom and can find meaning even when life seems to be constraining us, locking us in, in various ways. Let's be convinced. If God has permitted this, it's for our good. And let's finish turning to Our Lady, who received the Holy Spirit and was so full of it that her voice alone made John the Baptist leap for joy in the womb of Elizabeth. We could say that Mary's presence gave him freedom of spirit in the physical constraint of his mother's womb. Mother, we ask your prayers that we too may be so full of the Spirit that our presence alone will inspire joy in others, particularly if they're sharing any constraints or limitations with us. Let's all try, helped by Our Lady and the Holy Spirit, to make any form of confinement an experience of discovery of God and joy for ourselves and others. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Let's begin this day of prayer now. We join the whole church and all the angels and saints as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Come, let us sing to the Lord. 
to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea; it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger. They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, 
and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. God, Father, praise and glory, your children come to see. Goodwill and peace to mankind, the gifts your kingdom brings. Oh, most holy Trinity, undivided unity, holy God, mighty God, God immortal be See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Happy indeed is the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor lingers in the way of sinners nor sits in the company of scorners, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, and who ponders his law day and night. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. He is like a tree that is planted beside the flowing waters that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves shall never fade and all that he does shall prosper. Not so are the wicked, not so. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. For they, like winnowed chaff, shall be driven away by the wind. When the wicked are judged, they shall not stand, nor find room among those who are just. For the Lord guards the way of the just. But the way of the wicked leads to doom. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are the fullness of life, of holiness, and of joy. Fill our days and nights with the love of your wisdom, that we may bear fruit in the beauty of holiness, like a tree watered by running streams. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples this useless murmuring, 
They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. He who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger, his rage will strike them in terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask and I shall bequeath you. <clears throat> Ask and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you gave the peoples of the world as the inheritance of your only Son. You crowned him as King of Zion, your holy city and gave him your church to be his bride. As he proclaims the law of your eternal kingdom, may we serve him faithfully, and so share his royal power forever. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Lord, you are my protector, you have raised me up in glory. How many are my foes, O Lord? How many are rising up against me? How many are saying about me, There is no help for him in God? 
Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, who lift up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord. He answers from his holy mountain. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. I lie down to rest and I sleep. I wake, for the Lord upholds me. I will not fear even thousands of people who are ranged on every side against me. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Arise, Lord, save me, my God. You who strike all my foes on the mouth. You who break the teeth of the wicked. O Lord of salvation, bless your people. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you heard the cry of your Son when he was oppressed and saved him from the sleep of death. Arise, Lord, help your church. Be its shield so that it may hold up its head and radiate the glory of the resurrection. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. May the word of Christ ever fill your hearts. Share with one another the wisdom you receive. The beginning of the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Galatians. Paul an apostle sent not by men or by any man, but by Jesus Christ and God his Father who raised him from the dead. I and my brothers who are with me send greetings to the churches in Galatia. We wish you the favor and peace of God our Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, to rescue us from the present evil age, as our God and Father willed. To him be glory for endless ages. Amen. I am amazed that you are so soon deserting him who called you in accord with his gracious design in Christ and are going over to another gospel. But there is no other. Some who wish to alter the gospel of Christ must have confused you. For even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel not in accord with the one we deliver to you, let a curse be upon him. I repeat what I have just said. If anyone preaches a gospel to you other than the one you received, let a curse be upon him. Whom would you say I am trying to please at this point, men or God? Is this how I seek to ingratiate myself with men? If I were trying to win man's approval, I would surely not be serving Christ. I assure you, brothers, the gospel I proclaim to you is no mere human invention. I did not receive it from any man nor was I schooled in it. 
It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be yours from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who who gave gave himself himself up to to death for our sins. If I were seeking to win the approval of men, I would not then be what I am, a servant of Christ, who who gave gave himself up to to death death for for our sins. A reading from an explanation of Paul's letter to the Galatians by St. Augustine, Bishop. Paul writes to the Galatians to make them understand that by God's grace they are no longer under the law. When the gospel was preached to them, there were some among them of Jewish origin known as circumcisers, though they call themselves Christians, who did not grasp the gift they had received. They still wanted to be under the burden of the law. Now God had imposed that burden on those who were slaves to sin and not on servants of justice. That is to say, God had given a just law to unjust men in order to show them their sin, not to take it away. For sin is taken away only by the gift of faith that works through love. The Galatians had already received this gift, but the circumcisers claimed that the gospel would not save them unless they underwent circumcision, and were willing to observe also the other traditional Jewish rites. The Galatians, therefore, began to question Paul's preaching of the gospel, because he did not require Gentiles to follow Jewish observances as other apostles had done. Even Peter had yielded to the scandalized protests of the circumcisers. He pretended to believe that the gospel would not save the Gentiles, unless they fulfilled the burden of the law. But Paul recalled him from such dissimulation, as is shown in this very same letter. A similar issue arises in Paul's letter to the Romans, but with an evident difference. Through his letter to them, Paul was able to resolve the strife and controversy which had developed between the Jewish and Gentile converts. In the present letter, Paul is writing to persons who were profoundly influenced and disturbed by the circumcisers. The Galatians had begun to believe them, and to think that Paul had not preached rightly, since he had not ordered them to be circumcised. And so the apostle begins by saying, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you to the glory of Christ, and turning to another gospel. After this, there comes a brief introduction to the point at issue. But remember in the very beginning of the letter, Paul had said that he was an apostle not from men, nor by any man, a statement that does not appear in any other letter of his. He is making it quite clear that the circumcisers, for their part, are not from God but from men, and that his authority in preaching the gospel must be considered equal to that of the other apostles. For he was called to be an apostle, not from men, nor by any man, but through God the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. The law was our guardian until Christ came and made it possible for us to be reconciled to God by faith. And now now that that the time of faith has come, we are are under under that guardian no no longer. Before the time of faith came, the law kept us strictly in check, watching us closely until faith should be revealed. 
And now that the time of faith has come, we are under that guardian no longer. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death. And Lord, show us your love and mercy. 
For we place our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. And we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that, relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Sunday, February 4th, 2024, the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord heals Peter's mother-in-law and then finds a quiet place to pray. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever, and immediately they told Jesus of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she served them. That evening at sundown, They brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered together about the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, a great while before day, he rose and went out to a lonely place, and there he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and they found him. Everyone is searching for you. Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also. For that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. I can't think of anything better to do now than to keep on praying. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
cheeks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. As morning breaks... I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. On my bed I remember you, on you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, Creator of unfailing light, Give that same light to those who call to you. May our lips praise you, our lives proclaim your goodness, our work give you honor, and our voices celebrate you forever. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day.
From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord, all you winds, bless the Lord, fire and heat, bless the Lord, cold and chill, bless the Lord, dew and rain, bless the Lord, frost and chill, bless the Lord, ice and snow, bless the Lord, nights and days, bless the Lord, light and darkness, bless the Lord, lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Let the earth bless the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth bless the Lord. You springs bless the Lord. Seas and rivers bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice. Blessed be God, Alleluia. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. 
Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King, Alleluia. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King, Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their king. Alleluia. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their king. Alleluia! Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Let Israel rejoice in you, Lord, and acknowledge you as Creator and Redeemer. We put our trust in your faithfulness and proclaim the wonderful truths of salvation. May your loving kindness embrace us now and forever. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia! A reading from the book of Revelation. Salvation is from our God, who is seated on the throne, and from the Lamb. Praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and might, to our God forever and ever. Amen. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Jesus rose early in the morning and went out to a place of solitude, and there he prayed. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophet he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. 
Jesus rose early in the morning and went out to a place of solitude, and there he prayed. Christ is the sun that never sets, the true light that shines on every man. Let us call out to him in praise. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Creator of the stars, we thank you for your gift, the first rays of the dawn. And we commemorate your resurrection. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. May your Holy Spirit teach us to do your will today. And may your wisdom guide us always. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Each Sunday, give us the joy of gathering as your people. Around the table of your word and your body. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. From our hearts, we thank you. For your countless blessings. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that, relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's a great day to receive blessings, so be sure to get to Mass and receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. Morning Air, the Sunday edition, is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make this a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.